0: Hey, what's going on? It's Quinn David Furness. Welcome to Quinn David Furness Presents the Beantown Podcast for a rainy Friday, April 22nd, 2022. 04222022, what's happening? My name is Quinn Furness and this is my show. Thank you for listening to everyone wherever you are tuning in from, Midwest, East Coast, West Coast, Texas. Uh, the Hy- Hyderabad, Islamabad, Khyber Pass. Hello to my friends in Pakistan. Thank you for making us the 112th ranked comedy podcast over there. And then also, shout out to um, Jose Ramos for representing the Beantown podcast in Cancun this week on international assignment. I really appreciate that. There's a great picture of him kind of doing these cool, like, finger guns. On the beach in Mexico, uh, that I have now saved in my phone forever, uh, really good good representation out there. I don't know. maybe we you know at the start of every NFL game, it's like Spanish language broadcast available by clicking the SAP button on your uh, remote control. Maybe we should do that with the Beantown Podcast. Maybe you know that was the thing with like, remember the the Bible originally was only in Latin, and then Gutenberg translated it into, you know, German or something, and then Martin Luther translated into English or something like that, maybe that's what we should do with the Beantown podcast. Maybe someone should take it upon themselves to transcribe all 229 episodes or wherever we're at into, you know, all sorts of languages. I think the obvious ones would be Spanish because so many people speak it. Uh, Ukrainian for solidarity. Uh, Norwegian, because it's my heritage, my roots. And, uh, well, certainly whatever they speak in Pakistan. Farsi. No, that's Iran, right? What are they? Urdu. That's right. That's what they speak in Pakistan. I don't know. It could be a good idea. Uh, what's happening? I hope everyone is doing well out there. Last weekend was Easter. Uh, it was one of my favorite shows that we've done in a long time. Well, In fact, we've been on a little bit of a nice run here. We had Matt Fiedler on for tax day. We had our Easter special last weekend where we power ranked the 10 plagues. Uh, yeah, Easter was Easter was wild, man. A lot of food, a lot of champagne, but it was one of those things where you're like drinking a lot. You know, we're at a family brunch and you're drinking a lot, which is fun. But then at the same time, there's just, you know, just endless amounts of Polish sausage and... Hash browns and more, a different type of sausage, and quiche, and a different type of sausage, and uh, you know, three bean salad. Hey, you think I'm kidding with the sausages? I think there were legitimately maybe three or four different types of sausages available. Uh, is that kind of brunch, ladies? So, you know, you're never getting like buzzed or drunk or anything, which is fine. It's the Lord's Day, it's Easter Sunday. But by the end of it, you're just so stuffed and you also drink so much that you're just uh you're just kind of down and at, down and out for the count, if you will. I mean, we came back in the mid afternoon and slept for like i was only down for like half an hour, but others were others were out for a little bit longer uh but then yeah, this week has just been kind of chill, you know working a regular amount of hours I still haven't uh I still haven't taken any vacation time yet this year. I'm trying to think when my first vacation day is. I think it's scheduled to be early June, mid-June, something like that, for a wedding. And I'm going to have to... My, what What's really been on my mind lately uh, in the past couple of uh, days and weeks here is is moving, moving apartments. And it's very much in motion, but there's a lot of pun intended, a lot of moving pieces, if you will. I mean, so step one is, of course, finding the right apartment, which we've done. Proud to announce Beantown Podcasts will be moving its headquarters in uh, just a little over a month here uh, to a, a new undisclosed location. And then uh, still in Chicago, of course, north side of Chicago, we got to try to stay on top of the top 500 podcasts. Uh, but then the whole moving thing comes into play. And this is something that I've always like thought about, with moving but I've never it's ever never actually affected me personally where your lease ends on let's say the 31st and the new one doesn't start until the 1st. So that is happening to me this year. Uh so I'm, you know, literally have like five or six outstanding asks out there for quotes and you know, some people do overnight truck storage, other people don't do it, some people are quoting me for you know, two thousand dollars, and I'm like, that's not a that's you know, we're not doing that. So, and I I don't know, I am not hundred percent opposed to the whole get the truck myself and load it up sort of thing. But the thing with that is like, gonna have to pay people to load, help me load it up. I can do a lot of it myself. To be honest, I can do almost everything myself. But this couch that I got here, this bad boy that I'm sitting on right now, is a two man job. There's just really no realistic way for me to do it myself the dresser is realistically a two-man job so um you know there's just a couple key pieces there that I just can't uh can't quite load myself and so you're gonna have to hire someone and and so when all's said and done I think honestly because I'd have to get the truck myself I hate as I've gotten older I really when I was younger I was more like whatever like we'll figure it out but as I've gotten older I'm much less a fan of like Driving a truck in small, tight spaces and blocking alleys and all that sort of stuff, I think it's just a culmination of traumatic experiences I've had doing that sort of thing in the past uh and now I'm just like i you know what? I work my buns off uh three jobs here, so like it's not a deal to pay you know five hundred thousand dollars, whatever it's gonna be for you know, this sort of thing, but like, I'll do it if I have to. Because I guess at the end of the day, I'd rather go to bed without strained muscles, and uh more a peace of mind, and, you know, $800 poorer, rather than physically picking up a truck, navigating it through tight, narrow spaces, hiring people, finding a place to park the truck overnight that's secure. I mean, I would probably have to like, drive it out to the suburbs or something where I have a secure spot. Um, and then waking up, you know, the next day, two days later, whatever, driving it back in, parking in a tight spot, hiring more people to help me unload it, then returning the truck, you know. The other thing to consider, and I mean, all that together would probably be at least, what, like three, $400. Um, the thing to consider is also, like, The 31st of May is a it's a Tuesday and the first of June is a Wednesday. So I'm trying to be as like strategic as possible here with, you know, time off and that sort of thing. But it's also just like that's just like it doesn't have to be two whole days, but it's going to kind of be kind of like that. Uh, so anyways, not to get too into the weeds here, which I just did for the last four minutes, but that's sort of what's been occupying my mental space. I, I, I frequently come into the Beantown podcast. Um, not so much the last couple of shows, but, but frequently I come in with nothing. And today's one of those days. And so I think it's going to be a lighter, a shorter episode. Um, but I, I got a couple things that I'll check in on you with just cause I'm excited for them. First thing I'll mention is that be, uh, listener discretion is advised when you're listening to the Bean Town podcast. Number one, we'll occasionally use some language. Number two, this podcast is objectively terrible. But, you know, speaking of moving, I've actually, uh, uh, so I'm at home today, as I am on most Fridays, working. And I've spent uh, not not a large amount of time. It's pretty, it's pretty quick because I know what I want to do here. But I just opened up a trash bag and just been doing some spring cleaning. Not so much cleaning as much as tossing stuff. But here's the thing, like I, I'm having to make what I, I think to the uh untrained eye would be considered like tough decisions or getting rid of things that like have some level of value to someone, right? They're not like completely worthless things. Uh but I mean we're we're getting rid of old shoes here. That are like, oh yeah, you can physically still wear these, but when's the last time I actually decided made the conscious decision to actually wear these out a lot of th- that's kind of my perspective on a lot of the stuff it I've been in this apartment for it's almost a year now i mean it's it's we're like three three weeks shy of a year, and there are just so many things here that I have either been touched once or twice or not touched at all. And also just a lot of like other random things where it's like, there is a, there's a point in time where this could be utilized. This could have some sort of value or be beneficial, but considering I haven't done anything, like I, I feel pretty good about my day to day life right now and the things that I've used and things I haven't used in the last 12 months. So that's kind of where I'm at. Like I got a bunch of books that we're going to donate here, um, not because they're not great books, but it's like I've read them. That's that's my thing with books, and I'm not a I'm not really a book person in general. I don't read so much these days, but it's like I got all these cool books, and outside of my physical music books with scores in them that, you know, I could load up into the piano and sight read anytime I want. Things like Harry Potter. I've got, what, five Harry Potter books over there on the shelf, and it's it's kind of like, that was fun, and I, I I could see there being a point in my life at some point in the not near but long future or distant future where I, I read Harry Potter again. It's a great read, well-written. Uh, but it's like just go to the library or something. I don't know. So there's a lot of that sort of thing that's going, things that are going. Um, I just uh, went through, uh, I took a first pass of my wardrobe and, uh, you know, made some executive choices on some of those things. I mean, there's, there's probably a coat that I could just ditch. I don't have any coats that are like, oh, God, this should have been gone years ago. I got my new winter coat from Rachel... I got my old winter coat, which isn't that old. It's like four or five years, still works well. I have another winter coat that's super heavy duty that literally stayed under the stairs this entire time here. I didn't wear it once this winter, which, you know, instinct would say, well, hey, then maybe that's something you can get rid of, which is tough because it's, it's newer than my other winter coat. I just don't like it as much. It's not quite as fashionable. Um but, yeah, yeah. I mean, then I got, like, I have a couple very specific things, like hiking boots that I actually still have never worn. Um, but, like, I don't want to get rid of them because I never, I haven't used them yet. I've got a, a white kind of very light, thin pullover kind of jacket sort of thing that I bought specifically for Hawaii, which was, like, going to be two years ago to the date because um, it's good, like, water-resistant kind of thing. Although I've worn it in the rain. It's not actually that water-resistant. So I, that's something that, like, I kind of enjoy. It's it's kind of good for spring weather, but, you know, I I think I've worn it once or twice in the last year. Oh, this is a big thing. I just ditched my alarm clock, which is, is kind of big. Uh, You know, I, I've had an alarm clock since, I mean, and this was, I think, the same one I've had since... Living in Cherry Valley, a you know digital you know AM FM radio that sort of thing. But honestly, getting a phone, the advent of all that stuff. Like my alarm clock, for the most part, just either sits on the nightstand or you know somewhere, not really doing anything. And I had accidentally tripped over uh, tripped over a cord once in my apartment a couple months back, and I had accidentally like the the plug for this alarm clock got way bent. And I could still get it into an outlet, but not like, it was like 80% of the way in and it still worked and stuff. But it was just like, eh, we'll ditch this. Because uh, I actually, I you might be saying, well, Quinn, how, how will you ever listen to the radio? And I'll tell you, with, with all this talk about getting rid of old stuff, I actually bought a uh, pocket portable radio this past week, which I'm psyched for. The reason I bought it was because... I like the radio. Um but no, more seriously, these uh these AirPods. Uh so I got I got a an AirPod AirPods I guess, a, a case with two AirPods, if we're being specific. When I came back to the office, you know, this past July, August or whatever, as part of a uh, a group of gifts that were like a welcome back gift. Okay, cool. That's kind. But I don't really use AirPods. Because I don't have any music on my phone, so the only time I ever use these AirPods is on my Friday walks, which I'm going for right after this. It's raining, but I really need some steps. So I don't. I mean, we're talking a max of one hour a week, and it's not every single week. So I probably put in ten, fifteen hours total on these AirPods, and now one of them, I think it's my left one, just doesn't. It it completely died. It started, you know, a couple, you know, maybe like two months ago where it was like I'd be listening for half an hour after a full charge and all of a sudden it starts sounding like battery low. And I'm like, that's kind of weird. I must not have charged it correctly. And then later it was five minutes and now it's just that that one doesn't turn on. So I have one good ear still. But I'm thinking like, hey, man, I, I uh, need something new for my walks. And my iPod is just kind of getting... It's actually Jane's iPod. Shout out to hashtag mother of the podcast. But I'm just too lazy to like plug it into iTunes. And then the thing with iTunes too is like you got to go to a YouTube MP3 converter and do that individually for every song you want. And this is all on the Mac because that's where I have iTunes. And this baby runs with the speed of a, you know, prepubescent owl or something, which I don't know. I assume they don't run fast, but I kind of, I suppose it depends on the type of owl. I don't even know that many owls. You got your barned out owl, barn owls, your uh, three-toed, you know, laffy taffy owl, your horned owl. I think we already mentioned that one. So that's all the owls I can name. Uh, no, there's barn, there's horned, there's uh, that one from uh, Hundred Acre Wood. Is it is it Hundred Acre Woods or Hundred Acre Wood? 100 Acre Wood sounds like a golf documentary or something. I don't know. There's an idea there. Someone contact the uh, A.A. Milne estate, M-I-L-N-E, see what we can find. Is that his name, A.A. Milne, the uh, creator of the Winnie the Pooh metaverse, if you will? I think so, yeah. You know, they made, weren't there, it was like three or four years ago, they had two Winnie the Pooh movies. Not movies about Winnie the Pooh, but about kind of A.A. A. Milne and Christopher Robin and all that stuff, which is, who is his son? A. a. Milne's son, not, uh, not Winnie the Pooh's son. That would be kind of cool, though. But basically, uh, they made two movies, right? And they kind of came out at a similar time. If I recall, I think it was um one had Ewan McGregor in it. He did did he play I think he that was one where he like played Christopher Robin and there was like an animatronic poo. <laughs> Which if you had that phrase on your um if you had that phrase on your bingo card today, animatronic poo. Let me know. Um, so I think he plays A.E. and Son. But then there is another one. Okay, yeah, I got it right in front of me here. I'm on the. Um, okay, and this is what I thought it was, but this is just confirming my my uh, my suspicions here. So there, yeah, there are two recent movies. One from 17, one from 18. So the the first one was called Goodbye Christopher Robin, and that was Donald Gleason. And that was he portrays A. A. Milne, and I think that's more like a biography because I think he was in like World War One or something like that, maybe World War Two. Alan Alexander Milne is his name. Margot Robbie plays his wife. There's uh, Christopher Robin is in there. When did Christopher Robin die? 1996. He made it pretty far, uh, but then the next year. There was, um, is called Christopher Robin. So there was what was Goodbye Christopher Robin and Goodbye and and Christopher Robin. Is that what we just, yeah. Creative titles, guys, dumbasses. Uh, in 2018, Christopher Robin, this is where Ewan McGregor plays Christopher Robin. And then there's all sorts of, uh, you know, animated bears and tigers and owls and rabbits. Let's, uh, let's, 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 oh, Jim Cummings came back for that. That's really cool. He's like the original Winnie the Pooh. Uh, I didn't realize that he uh, portrayed Winnie the Pooh in that movie. That's pretty neat. Um, But I want to, I want to get into uh, just ever so briefly here, these Winnie the Pooh, the the Winnie the Pooh multiverse. Okay. And specifically, I want to talk about gender in the Winnie the Pooh multiverse, because, there's a couple of things that I'm that I could use some clarification on. So let me pull up a list here and we're just going to go one by one through these main characters in the universe if you will, and we're going to uh we're going to take a guess on their gender, okay? So we got Winnie the Pooh. The name doesn't necessarily help because Winnie is more of like a pet's name. And also, I guess you would, if I, you know, you asked me, hey, what is Winnie for? I would say Winifred, which is traditionally a female name. I also want to mention as we're getting into this, I'm not here to uh, assume any uh, gender roles, stereotypes, anything like that. Uh, this is just, I'm just shooting from the hip here, okay? This is uh lighten up, Libs. Uh, I also want to give a, a quick thanks to our sponsors, Home Pride Oregon. When you need your home inspected, call Steve at 541-410-0316. He'll get back to you right away, or, or you can visit HomePrioredOregon.com. Also, our good friends at Cuts by Q, going to need to do a little uh, neck beard shave today. Let it go way too long. It's been over a week, and uh, I never let my, certainly my neck beard go that long. It's very uncomfy. I don't like how it looks. It's just been kind of a, a strange week. I've been to two Cubs games this week. Uh, Tuesday night was DePaul night, it was really cold, there were supposed to be free hats, we didn't get any, so I got in touch with, uh, my, my peer, my colleague, who works in athletics, here at, at the university, and, uh, getting some hats on the DL, if you will, baseball terms, and then I, I just, uh, went last night with, uh, hashtag brother of the podcast, Walt Furness, uh, both games, Cubs lost, so, uh big uh big lucky charm over here They were both close games they were both one run losses so nice and disappointing but overall it's just kind of been like a it hasn't really felt like a busy week it's been a fun week weather's been a little bit better oh today is not a good example it really gloomy out but overall uh you know. Just kind of been out doing stuff, which I love. It's way better than sitting on my ass in front of the computer. So, thank you to Cuts by Q. When you need a fresh do something, snap you new, know, call the experts at Cuts by Q. And of course, uh, the Samson Q2U series. When you need crisp, clear, and clean audio quality, trust the microphone that God uses. Remember, when God speaks, he uses a Samson. You know, he was talking to, you know, Pharaoh. I, what do you think? Moses had a Samson? Samson q Well, not Moses, but Aaron. Okay, I don't want to get corrected by the biblical truthers out there. I used to play uh, a quiz bowl every year. At the end of the year, there was a big homeschool Lollapalooza, basically, where we would have uh, project boards. You, you buy a trifold board from a Michaels or a Hobby Lobby, and you do some sort of you know basically end-of-the-year final project displayed in a trifold board and so you know each class would basically have a different room and there'd be millions of rooms and in the the main stage the main stage were the quiz bowls so they would have oh we got a phone call it says not planned it's not part of the show i'm not answering probably one of the thirteen thousand quotes i've been requesting yeah it's two men in a truck you know i always put down on these things please email me your your best offer because I can't I can't field your phone call and then just like remember all these calls and that sort of thing. Plus I absolutely hate talking on the phone. So yeah, that's that's my life. That's why I put down please contact me via email. Okay, I wanna have all this stuff in front of me, easy to access. I hate people who are like I only talk on the phone. It's isn't it they are they're always like isn't it easier that way? And I'm like no. Email I can do whenever I want. I can look back and check it whenever I want. I don't have to write things down. They're already written down. Oh, and then there was this other company cuz you know, if they're going to call, I don't answer okay, at least. I mean, hey, I I still prefer the email, but at least leave me a voicemail. There's this other company that I asked for a quote, I think, yesterday, and they called me this morning and I didn't pick up. And I knew it was a, a moving company because I had cross-referenced or Google searched the the number. They didn't leave a they didn't leave a, a voicemail. They didn't send a, you know, didn't send an email or anything. And it's just like, hey man, I I'm I'm out here trying to give you money. Okay. And uh I don't really uh, – it's hard. It's hard to, to give you money when you just do one call and uh, no voicemail. So that's the Samson Q2U series. We're actually going to take a quick pause here. Then we're going to just wrap up with Winnie the Pooh for all the kids out there uh, talking Winnie the Pooh genders. And I'm going to listen to this voicemail. It's 38 seconds long, so I'll, I'll be right back. Okay, we're back. I physically listened to the voicemail and I I called back because it was uh and they 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 really want to connect with you because they leave a, a 38 second voicemail saying we got your request, we understand, you know, your overnight specifics, all that stuff. So call us back for the quote when they obviously have that information directly in front of them. So I call call this nice kind lady Gabby back, extension 101 if you want to chat. And uh you know, I'm on the phone, I was you know, three minute phone call, something like that explains all the costs and stuff, it's transparent, I appreciate that, and it comes out to like twelve hundred dollars. And I'm just like I don't know, man. I don't uh the the all of a sudden the driving the truck through the narrow alleys seems a little bit more appealing. So I don't know. Still collecting quotes, not to get back into this, but I got another one for like eight eight thirty or something. Which obviously still sounds very high. But I don't know. Uh, It it might be worth it for the peace of mind. Might have to start saving my pennies. Take a little dip out of the Hawaii fund. Which is happening this August. Uh, Okay, so what I wanted to talk about here was uh, Winnie the Pooh. Because I've always had, if I'm just being completely honest with you, some confusion some questions of how uh, certain characters uh, how they're you know what what gender they are so as we're starting off here Winnie the Pooh which we alluded to earlier Winnie if you're asking me hey that's a female name short for Winifred I don't know what a Pooh is uh granted is voiced by Jim Cummings it's a unique voice but it I think we can assume that Winnie the Pooh is male. Okay. Also, as we're going through these uh, these genders of the beloved AA Milne characters, you can always email us Beantown Podcast Yahoo.com again. That's Beantown B-E-A-N podcast at Yahoo.com. Agree, disagree, let us know. Christopher Robin. Okay, so Christopher Robin is a human boy, He's a real person. So I'm feeling confident. I'm locking it in. We're going male for Christopher Robin. Here's where things get interesting. And this is where I legitimately, I'm not, this isn't a bit, I legitimately don't know. Piglet. Is Piglet male, female, gender ambiguous? We're we're on the Wikipedia page. They're using the he, him, his pronouns, gender, male, in universe information, so it looks official. But I don't know, man. I, I think Piglet is like, I recognize that he's being labeled as a male. But you watch the, the show, the programs, and they I feel like they intentionally made Piglet to be very much on the fence here. So I, I guess the official canon is that Piglet's a male. Tigger, I'm pretty sure, is a male as well. We're really male-centric here. Uh, but Tigger... Is very clearly given a a male voice in uh, in the film in the films, if you will, the television specials, whatever it might be. And uh, I don't know who who voiced Tigger. Isn't wouldn't that be like a famous voice? I feel like because uh, it's very unique, very distinct. From 1968 to 1999, Tigger was voiced by Paul Winchell who uh, appears to be uh, or was a famous actor, comedian, humanitarian, inventor, and ventriloquist. That's interesting. Paul Winchell Show. He's on the Brady Bunch, Perry Mason, Dick Van Dyke. Whoa, big thunder. I don't know if you could hear that in the background. Holy moly. Um, That's crazy talk. Wow. We're getting like a legitimate thunderstorm, I think, for the first time this year. Um, it's nuts. It's, it's wild outside. It's storming. Got to tell you, I don't, uh, feeling a little iffy about the status of my weekly Friday afternoon walk. I don't know. It doesn't look like it's precipitating that much, but I'm sure it's windy. And, uh, I don't know, you know, that white coat, uh, that white kind of pullover thing we were talking about 20 minutes ago, that might be a time to break this baby out. Okay, next we have rabbit. I think alongside piglet, rabbit is one that I I legitimately don't know. In-universe, according to Wikipedia, is gender male. But I really feel like rabbit, I always viewed rabbit as like this curmudgeonly old grandmother, not a grandpa. When I think of rabbit, I don't think of like this cranky old white guy. I think of this cranky old white lady. She's always bitching about the carrots. So that, that's one where I'm going to have to take a, a hard disagree with Wikipedia. Uh, Eeyore, I think, is uh, pretty clearly male, suicidal, male voice, total jackass. Kanga, not to be f- confused with Kangaskhan, which here's another question. We, we, ta- we talk Pokemon sometimes on this show, and I'm gonna, we're going to do a 30-second Pokemon interlude. There's another big lightning. Here comes a big thunder. See if we can hear it. Mm, sounds like the 4th of July outside. That was, that was boom, boom. That was two booms. Um, uh, Kangaskhan, Giovanni, you fight Giovanni three times in the original Pokemon Gen 1. You fight him first in the, in the basement of the game corner. He gives you the silf, uh, uh the Yeah, is that right? The sylph scope? No. Yeah, that is right. So you can see the ghosts. Then you fight fight him again uh, at the top of Sylph Company. And he uh, he just leaves. He doesn't even give you a gift that time. Ungrateful bitch. And you go talk to the president. He gives you a Master Ball. And then you fight him in his, his gym. He's Gym Leader 8. Here's my question. Giovanni's po- signature Pokemon in Battles 1 and 2 is a Kangaskhan. It's a badass Pokemon you can only find in the Safari Zone. It's the only... Only time in the game that you fight a Kangaskhan. He's the only trainer that has one, and you can't fight them in the wild. They're in the Safari Zone. So you got this huge monstrosity of a Pokemon, which isn't actually that good, to be honest. But he's super cool looking. He's my favorite Pokemon growing up. And then you get to Giovanni. He's literally like one of the last battles in the game. And uh, his Kangaskhan is gone. And it's just like, what the hell happened there? You got this badass Pokemon. He's gone. I don't know. Maybe you killed him. So, kanga is definitely a female kangaroo because she's got a pouch. Here's my question though. Do both male and f- or female and male kangaroos have pouches? Let's Google. Do male kangaroos have pouches? Only female kangaroos have pouches cuz they do child rearing. Well, obviously obviously males don't need them, but they'd, it'd kind of be cool. Here's Let's Google image search kangaroo pouch. What's the um, what's the science behind this? How deep does that pouch go? How many kangaroos can you fit in there? Um, is it like is it like a, their vagina or is it you know what is the pouch? These are these are those hard hitting questions that we just kind of gloss over. That's where the milk ducks are. That makes sense. So, uh, eight facts about kangaroo pouches you probably didn't know. Okay, why kangaroos need a pouch? They need it for reproduction, obviously. Kangaroos are not born in the pouch. They still need a pouch to raise their young. Okay, the pouch is home of the joey for the first few months of their lives, yes. Baby kangaroos make a mess in the pouch. That's embarrassing. They poop in the pouch. They also pee in the pouch. So what do they got? Indoor plumbing in there? or What's the deal? Do kangaroos clean their pouch? Dirt collects easily. Uh, we're not getting a clear answer on this one. We might have to move on. Joey's poop and pee into the pouch. That means mother kangaroos to clean the pouch regularly. Mm, sounds lovely. How do kangaroos clean their pouch? By licking it out. Mm, yum. Only female kangaroos have a pouch. Male kangaroo has not got a pouch. Kangaroo Joey crawls into the mother, mother. Obviously, I knew that. What is it called? A marsupium. That's interesting. Kangaroo facts, folks. Uh, so the baby kangaroo and Winnie the Pooh is called Roo. And I think Roo is, like, legitimately a male kangaroo. I think they give it a little boy's voice, boy's voice in the, uh, in the films. Okay, we got, like, one other main character here. We have Owl. I think Owl is supposed to be a male. I think in the voice, Owl has, like, a, he's kind of like a curmudgeonly old guy, which makes sense why, you know, if you're going to have two curmudgeons, rabbit and owl, one should be male, one should be female. That's why I'm taking a hard stand on this rabbit male propaganda. Uh, other minor characters, you've got Uncle Robert. Oh, I missed him. I don't remember him. Um, minor characters in the books, bees. That's interesting. Heffalumps, woozles. Sounds like Lewis Carroll. Uh, what about that, uh, what about that gopher? Oh, that's, uh, created by Disney. A fictional gay anthropo... Uh, oh, gray anthropomorphic bucktooth gopher. Slightly different. I'm not here to comment on gopher's sexuality. Voiced by, uh... Voice by um Howard Morris, was that his name? I don't remember. Anyways. Uh who who is the guy who plays the younger Mandelbaum in uh in Seinfeld? Is that the same guy who did uh Winnie the Pooh? I don't even remember. We'd have to look this up later. Anyways, uh that's more or less what I got for you today. Another riveting installment of Quinn David Ferns presents the Bean Tom podcast. I wanted to also mention that um, I, uh, I I'm I'm working on a new segment here. Howard Morris was not the Seinfeld guy. I think the later voice of Gopher was Michael Go. Is that his name? Michael Guff? No, that can't be him. Maybe I'm I'm just re- misremembering something. Anyways, whatever. Um, a new podcast, either a new podcast or a new podcast segment. It's it's very much TBD right now. Called Right on Cue. It's a plan, words, it's fun. We're going to be talking news, sports, weather, entertainment, tech, stocks, the latest news of today. I'm thinking it will be like a one-minute, you know, get you caught up on everything you need to know this week kind of thing. It'll be one of a kind. There's nothing else like it. And you can only get it here, you know, beantownpodcast.com. So something to look out for, something to get excited for, might do some marketing, Could be could be good could be good. I want to thank everyone for tuning in uh, to our show today. I'm going to go brave this storm and try out my new portable radio, which I'm jazzed for. Going to be looking pretty hip. It's orange. It's awesome. It's super lightweight. It won't be dragging me down. Thanks, everyone, for listening. As always, I appreciate it. I hope you are doing well wherever you are. I hope you are staying dry. And most importantly, I hope you are staying safe, staying sane. Let's get that outro music going. Uh, Kentucky Derby is in two weeks. Top 10 horse podcast, horse name podcast coming up soon. You got that to look forward to here on Beantown Podcast next time. I will check in on you later. Bye, everyone.